Hi, this is Dan. And this is David. Welcome to Campfire Stories. David, how you been? I, I've been well. How have you been, Dan? Uh, the family's been sick. I think we're battling the flu. Uh, we're starting to get over it, though, so I apologize for sounding like The Walking Dead. Um, <laughs> but uh, hopefully next week I sound a little bit better. So this week uh, we were thinking about talking about dogs. Yeah, dogs are man's best friend after all. Our, yeah, our furry friends. Especially, like right now, there's there's a lot of controversy uh, surrounding a movie, uh, A Dog's Purpose. Yeah, uh, my wife actually is reading the book right now. so And um, she says that it is as bad as they say it is. <laughs> in, in what aspect? Um, because the controversy surrounding the movie is mostly about um, some abuse on a uh, a German Shepherd. And I'm oh. assuming that, I'm assuming that, that that did not happen in the book. Uh, no, I did not hear about that. Uh, I heard that it was not a suitable movie for children because it's a very graphic and uh, I, I can't think of the word, but uh, the animals are treated very, very poorly in the book. Um, it's sad. It's very, very sad. They really? usually they're abused. And die several of them in a row. Um, so I guess the book is actually told from a dog's perspective, and the yeah. dog has like uh, I don't know rebirth, a reincarnation, or something, and so it remembers all of its past lives. Yeah, and so that's what it, uh, the book is about. So it's telling you all well, about the... these dogs' past lives, and they were all horrible, painful deaths. <laughs> really. Yeah, that's... because uh, everything that I'm getting from the commercials, and granted, I haven't gone and seen the movie, so I, I, I can't delve too deeply into it. And I know that the podcast isn't uh, a review for a book or movie about right. dogs or the purpose of dog reincarnation. Um, <clears throat> but everything that I've gathered from uh, reading about it online and, and whatnot is that this dog um, or, or the spirit of this dog uh, gets reincarnated body after body after body and changes the lives of its owners. And it's supposed like that's like the a dog's purpose, blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, helping its owners become better people and whatever. You know, it's supposed to be very touching and and uh, um, moving and emotional and blah blah blah, whatever. Um, but apparently, in real life, uh, on the set of the movie, um, there was a German Shepherd that was being forced by its handler into turbulent water for one of the scenes. Oh. And this was videoed um, by someone in, you know, on the set and uh, the video got out and PETA and a whole bunch of people, rightly so, uh, were not too pleased with it. Um, and so there have been boycotts and, you know, some some protests at some of the movie theaters I was reading about uh, this morning, actually. Um, and uh, it's just it's. I just uh, part of me just sits there in shock when I when I hear about stuff like this. Um, my my initial reaction is that's that's horrible. But my second my second gut reaction is it's 2017 and we've been dealing with social media uh, for 12, 13, 14 years. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know that every single person around you has a camera. You know that every single person around you has a video camera. They they have it. Yeah. Like if if you're in a public space, um, 
be on your best behavior because you never know who's watching you and you never know who's videoing you. Yeah. So only abuse your animals when you're sure no one is watching. Is that what you're trying to say, Dan? (laughs) No. (laughs) But I'm just saying like in in a situation like directors and and, uh, animal handlers and just all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, I, I just don't understand how these people who are in the public's eye um, don't think about this stuff. Like, on, honestly, and I get it. Um, maybe they are that abusive to, to their animals uh, behind closed doors. Yeah. And so they don't even think about it when they're in the public because this is just their natural habit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they've become so <clears throat> accustomed to it. And that's the, that's the real scary part. Um, you know, you have, you have kids that are horrible at home, but as soon as they get out into public, they know enough to be good. Right. You know, and then you have like, so if it's so, it's, if it's so habitual for the, for these, um, people to abuse their animals when they're, you know, behind closed doors that they, they instinctually do it, uh, in public. I mean, that's, that to me is the scariest part. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I am not sure about all of this backlash against the trainer. Now, I don't know uh, the backstory. This is the first I'm hearing of it, but just my kind of gut reaction is, you know, this is a, a working dog. And um, I don't know about you, but if I was an animal trainer and I had spent the last however many months or even years working with a dog to train it and do all these things, you wouldn't knowingly put it in any real danger you know no but at the same so, time okay so so the, i'm thinking the, yeah it, yeah maybe <clears throat> it looks pretty bad and but i don't think that the uh the dog is really in any actual danger no but the dog believes it is right <clears throat> but the I handler mean, wouldn't actually let anything happen unless i mean obviously there could have been a tragic accident but those are that's why we call them accidents you know <clears throat> yes. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a very interesting um, story, and uh, I don't I don't know. It's just it's crazy that in 2017, yeah. like we still have stuff um, mm. like this. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I have there, there's, uh, a, there's a ton of other stuff happening in the news, but yeah. let's talk uh, let's talk getting outdoors with with pets. Yeah. So uh, kind of a, a neat story that kind of transitions. Uh, so I adopted my dog, 70 pound pit bull, uh, as a rescue from a local animal shelter here. And, uh, when we got him, he seemed like he had actually been abused. Um, Mm -hmm. he was very, very timid and everything. Um, he had spent the last six months in a shelter, you know, in a cage and wasn't allowed to go outside or do, I mean, you know, he pooped in the cage and they cleaned it up and that was it, you know? And so first thing I did when I got him, I was like, all right, buddy, you're getting a long leash and we're going out into the woods and I'm going to let you sit here and freaking just hang out in the woods and do whatever you want to do. Be free, have your own space. And, uh, <clears throat> the patch of woods I wanted to go to was across a train trestle. I had to go down the tracks and over this little bridge to get to the place where I felt comfortable letting him uh, free. I knew he was. There was nobody around. We were surrounded by uh, like a river on one side and a pond on the other. So I knew he wasn't going to get out of my ability to chase him. <clears throat> and 
he was absolutely terrified of walking over that train trestle. And I had to push him along. <clears throat> and he was shaking and he was scared and all that stuff, but he did it. And I think it helped build trust between us because this was still the first week that I'd had him. <clears throat> and he realized that I wasn't, yeah, he was scared and all that stuff, but he, I was right there encouraging him along, helping him. You know, I had his leash and uh, it ended up, I think it ended up being a positive bonding experience after he realized that he can trust me and that I wasn't going to let anything bad happen to him. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? <clears throat> I mean, it's almost like a parent. I mean, a lot of people yeah. look at animals, uh, especially pe- people who don't have kids, right? Mm-hmm. Which um, I am. I saw this. <laughs> yes. Um, you're what they call a dink, I believe. Yes. Yes. Dual income. <laughs> no kid. No, no kid. <laughs> um, uh, it's... Having pets, uh, especially dogs, um, it's kind of like a trial period or a a test try or a test test run, whatever you want to call it, I suppose. Um, You know, you, it's not just about you anymore. I mean, just like it, just like when you have a kid, you know, it's not just you. Um, And a puppy, a puppy is going to look for that alpha, you know. A dog is going to look for the alpha. You know, they're, they're, they're either going to try to be the alpha or they're going to look to you to be the alpha. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, I don't want, I'm not a dog trainer or anything like that. Uh, I don't pretend to be one. Um, but you are going to form a bond, hopefully, with your, with your pet. I mean, you, that, that's the whole point. You know, you want to have this good relationship with your animal mm-hmm. um, and you, and you want your, your pet to trust you and, 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 and get along with you, obviously. Um, and you want to have fun. I mean, you want to be able to take the dog outdoors. You want to be able to go do stuff with the dog. I mean, otherwise why, why bother getting a dog? Right. Um, and so if you can build that trust, if, if he can see something that he was scared of or she was scared of, but she was able to work through it with you. I mean that hopefully that bond becomes stronger. Yeah. And from my experience, it, it has. <clears throat> and now, you know, every day I get home from work, he's right there waiting at the door and he wants to go on a walk out in the woods. And he uh, just yesterday we went, walked right over that train trestle. No problem. Not a didn't even think twice about it. <clears throat> Good. And uh, yeah, I love having him with me when I'm out in the woods because it's like, I don't know, it adds a whole nother level because I get to see him go and play and I know that it's his favorite thing in the world is to be out, you know, digging around in the dirt and sniffing things and whatever. It makes me happy to know that I'm getting outside and and doing that for my own sake, but also ensuring that my dog is happy. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so, I mean, I don't have any real specifics. Um, I mean, I, I, I've shared stories before about my dog uh, being three, four months old, floating, acting yeah. like a dolphin <laughs> while, while, while pooping in the water and all this kind of stuff. Um, I need to take him out. I've been, 
really, really stressing lately. Um, and I know he's been stressing lately too. He wants to get back outdoors. Um, and one of these days I'm going <clears> to, <throat> Oh, sorry about that. One of these days I'm going to actually get out there. And it's nice and cool right now. Um, it's in the 40s uh, currently down here in Florida. Um, so uh, my only concern, like my, my biggest issue down here is um, there's a lot of people down here and there's a lot of different animals down here. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, and I don't, I don't know if it's... Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to insult anybody on, on their politics or anything like that. But there's so many different places down here uh, to go camping, but you're not allowed to bring your pets. Oh, just plain and simple. Uh, I don't know if it's because um, it's quote unquote dangerous, uh, or if if too many people have done it before the rule was was put into place, um, and it caused a lot of uh, problems financially for the state, the town, the county, the park, whatever. Um, or if it just causes headaches to people. I don't know what it is. Um, but as as time goes on, I feel like there are more and more restrictions on, on certain things. And sometimes that's a good thing. And sometimes that's, that's a really frustrating thing. Um, I have this really cool park down here uh, with miles and miles and miles of trails that I think he would really enjoy, my dog that is. Yeah. Um, but I'm not allowed to take him there. And then I have another park down here that, um, and I'm, I'm not going to say the name, uh, just because I do find it kind of boring, uh, the second one, but I am allowed to take the dog there. And the sad part about the second park is um, that it's a, it's a hunting preserve. Yeah. Think oh, about that. Year-round down there, huh? There is hunting year-round down here uh, yeah. for two things. You can hunt for rabbits and, and pigs uh, year-round. <clears throat> yeah, so you can't really let him loose and run around. Not even a little bit. Because he will look and other, a lot like we, a pig. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he won't... He doesn't really look like a, uh, like a pig, but at the same time, you... Um, it's just for his safety, you know what I mean. If you let him go and he and he runs around, um, there is a good chance that he can get killed. Right. And wh- whether he looks like a pig or he or he doesn't look like a pig, there's a good chance that he gets he gets killed, and that's really sad. Um, I wish there were parks closer to me. And if anyone listening to this uh, knows of any parks near Sarasota, Florida, uh, that allow pets um, out in primitive camping areas. Um, and let me let me just repeat that primitive camping areas. I don't want a cabin. Um, I don't want to be near a million other people. I want to get out in the woods, kind of disappear. But I also want to bring bring my my dog. Um, Mine's talking to I, me right now. I, I can hear Target in the background. Yep. Um, and I, I guess that's that's kind of my biggest complaint right now um i only really know of one or two places that i can actually bring my dog to and they're they're not the they're not the beautiful gorgeous like just wondrous places that you think about when when you when you think about getting outdoors you know what i mean um they're okay places i mean just 
you know, like, um, like this one place, right. Uh, that I have taken him to a couple of times. Um, I swear, like if you, if you go back in time, if you had satellite, uh, imagery for a while back, and if I could do better research on this place, I would almost swear that it used to be residential. Really? Wow. Yeah. Like the camp spots honestly look like there used to be a house right there. Um, and a driveway. Like that's what it looks like. It looks, it looks like just this area that used to have a, a small house and a driveway in front of it. And, and all the trails are the size of two lane roads. Uh, they look like they used to be roads. Yeah. I wonder so, maybe back, back, uh, back in the day, there was some reason that people moved out of there. <laughs> My my guess is that the 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 state told them to. <laughs> yeah, that's that's usually how these things kind of go. It's not like uh, uh, a whole county of people just or not county, but you know, a whole community of people to say, ah, I'm out. And they just <laughs> yeah, drop drop mic drop and and walk away. It's usually a, a scenario where the town is trying to buy up land to preserve it or something like that, and um, they pay everybody off and send them on their way. Right. Um. If that's the case, and everyone was treated fairly, and everyone left happily, then great. It'd, it'd be sad to see someone lose their house. Um, you know, it's sad to see anyone lose their house. Uh, but if if uh, if there were hurt feelings, but whatever, whatever, you know, different topic for a different day, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it's probably a good topic for next week. You know, uh, eminent domain. Um, but I guess in Florida, I just wish there were more places uh, that you could take your dog. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I have to go up to Connecticut or... Yeah, I'm very um, fortunate here in Connecticut. I'm surrounded yeah. by parks. Big, yeah. I mean, d- good size parks and the, that are all dog-friendly except for one. And mm. that, that's a crappy park anyway. And I don't want to go there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway... Um, I know we I know we said we didn't want to keep this one too long. Um so I think uh I think that was okay for today. I think we can always compound on this and elaborate and a whole bunch of other words and talk talk about it more. I mean, we'll have plenty of time, plenty of episodes to talk more about getting getting your dog outside. This was just kind of like an intro. Yep. <clears throat> for um getting outside with your dog. Um it's important to if you have if you have an animal um, if you have a dog specifically, uh, they're outdoor creatures, you know, they don't, it's not healthy for them to just hang out watching TV with you. It's not healthy for you to hang out and watch TV. Yeah, I was about to say that. But yeah. it's, 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 it's also, I mean, it's not healthy for them either. I mean, if they're just going to be couch potatoes, um, it's not, it's <clears> not, <throat> it's not good for them. Yeah. Obviously there are different breeds of dogs. Uh, your bulldog is probably not going to want to go on a 20 mile hike through the whites. Right. Um, you got to be careful of, of the dogs anyway. I mean, you're going over rocky terrain. You want to watch their pads. You want to make sure that they're not mm-hmm. getting beat up and bloody. Um, take yeah, care I of your dog. I mean, it's, your, it's your dog. He'll take care of you. You take care of him. You know, he's yep. there for you. He trusts you. Uh, the more you hang out with him, the more you do with him, the more comfortable he's going to be outside, the more he's going to trust you, the more he's going to care for you, and the better your relationship's going to be. Absolutely. You got, any, you got any other quick things to say, Dave? 
Um, I, I did one little quick thing, uh, kind of <laughs> touching onto your. It's not healthy for the dogs either. Uh, my wife is a vet tech, and I guess recently they started prescribing some dogs with uh, puppy Prozac. They call it. Uh, to treat depression and anxiety in dogs. And both wow. of us find it quite ridiculous because all you have to do from my experience with animals and her experience with animals is let them be dogs instead of keeping them in the house all the time, and they won't have those symptoms. But, you know, maybe some people aren't able to do that, but I think as a responsible pet owner, it's absolutely important to ensure that your dog gets outside and has exercise as well. <clears throat> All right. Well, on that note, um, we will see you guys next week. David, it's been fun. It has. <laughs> Thanks for joining me again. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week.